This is episode 56 with Scott Hansen. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. Aloha, men of abundance. Man, can you believe we are <laughs> we are into December and it is just unbelievable. Where has this year gone? It's so hard to believe that we're already in December. And with the holidays here upon us, I am like a kid. I just love this time of year. It is so beautiful. It is so wonderful. There are so many wonderful things going on in the world, but something special about the holiday season. And as beautiful as the holiday season is, I know this time of year is a real struggle for so many people. And that's true for so many reasons. Some of you miss family members. Some of you have financial struggles. And there's many other reasons why some people just have a hard time during the holidays specifically. I want you to know that as much as I do love the holiday season, part of it is because of my family. Despite the fact that I grew up very poor, at one point we lived in a trailer behind another man's house because we couldn't even afford to put the trailer in a regular trailer park. My dad was always in and out of work. My mom always worked as long as I can remember. She left the house at like five o'clock in the morning, didn't get home till late. My brother and I would come home from school, <laughs> throw some fish sticks into the uh, into the oven. And if that's man, I cannot stand a fish stick today. Um, I, you know, I, the bottom line is I grew up pretty poor, but we still had a great time during the holidays. Well, I lost my father. I was stationed. I was in the army early in my career and I was deployed to Honduras for six months, about two or three months in, my dad died in a car accident. I was 23 or 20, I was 23 years old, 22, 23 years old. And then again, in my late 30s, uh, my mother passed as well. And she was just crazy about Christmas and the holiday season. So this time of year is tough for me too. What I want you to know is you're not alone. There are other people around you who have struggles during this holiday season. It is a beautiful season for so many reasons. And I want you to know that you're not the only one and that there is help out there. There are people to talk to. Many people love you. You have so much beauty in your life. And I just want to help you realize how much beauty you have in your life and how many wonderful people you have around you. And I want you to realize your worth. I want you to realize that you have so much to contribute to your life, to other people's lives, and to the world. That's just another part of why I do what I do here with Men of Abundance and with my Facebook Live videos. I bring up my Facebook Live videos because that's where it's just me. I don't have an interview. I don't have somebody on the line. uh, And we're talking about their story. And we're going to talk about an amazing story today with Scott Hansen. And as I mentioned in last week's show, I have specific training in resiliency. And I'm going to do what I can to share a little bit of that with you on my Facebook Live videos. And most of these videos I record from the beach or some other body of water as I'm kayaking to work or something like that, just because I think it's a beautiful background and many people like to see that. And it's just calming. So I would love for you to join me on Facebook Live because that way you can communicate with me. You can post your comments 
or suggestions or questions or anything of that nature. But if you don't catch the Facebook Live video, you can still ask your comments and I'll still go in there and talk with you or you can shoot me a personal message and of course if you're not on Facebook or you don't want to jump onto Facebook you can catch the video at menofabundance.com forward slash blog because all of my Facebook live videos post directly to my blog along with all the comments and everything so you can either comment on Facebook or you can comment at the blog as well and I look forward to having that conversation with you again message me or find somebody else you're close to and just have a conversation and for everybody else call somebody call somebody today that you haven't talked to in years you'll be surprised what one single phone call will do for somebody now our future guest today is scott hansen this conversation between scott and i once again proves that you can have all the skills in the world but if your mindset isn't right you simply will not see the level of success that you're looking for if you go back through all of the episodes that with all of the conversations that i've had so far Every single one of them leads back to mindset and having an abundant mindset versus a scarcity mindset and just having the right mindset for success or having the right mindset to improve somebody else's life, to improve your life. And Scott certainly does that in a very big way. Scott Hansen is a business and marketing strategist, sought after speaker and podcast host. Scott's the creator of Ultimate Success Systems, a high-performance coaching program teaching business owners how to attract clients, generate more leads, and increase revenue, all while building a bigger bottom line. Scott's work has been featured in Inc., ABC, NBC, Fox, and Business Innovators. In addition, Scott's message has been listened to across 50 radio stations and podcasts. He's a contributing writer at Entrepreneur.com and an international best-selling author and creator of Success Hackers, one of the most popular business podcasts on iTunes, downloaded in multiple countries. Scott, welcome to Men of Abundance. Man, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me, Wally. It is. It is beautiful to have you on the show. Where are you at in the world? I am in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, go Cubs. This is a big deal for our city, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to say the least. That's, you know, yeah. that, that is definitely some good news down there. Yeah, we're, uh, we're busting. We're, uh, we're excited here. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. How long have you been down there? I grew up uh, my whole life uh, here in Chicago. I took a little six-year hiatus, lived in Los Angeles near, uh, near Santa Monica from 03 to 09. But I've uh, been back here ever since. So, um, yeah, not too many people leave the Midwest. Once, they're, once they grow up here, they don't leave. So I wanted to make the, the leap and try something different for a few years, and I'm glad I did. But uh, it's good to be back. Well, good. Yeah, I, I only know one other person that was from the Chicago area. I met her in Germany, and uh, she had joined the Army, and now she's living in El Paso, Texas. So it's a little bit different. But she had a rough... Uh, some rough situations with her family back there, so she had a little mm. bit of a reason to get out of there, from what I understand. Yeah, you don't uh, you don't necessarily le- you don't necessarily move here or stay here because of the weather. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the people. It's the people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, good. So I like to start the show out pretty much every way I start my morning, and. That is with an attitude of gratitude. So what do you have to be grateful for today, Scott? Well, great question. Uh, the answer is it's it's a perfect question for the perfect timing because uh, without getting into being too personal, my uh, 
my wife and I have been trying to get pregnant now for a while, and we're not pregnant quite yet, but we went the fertility route um, over the last several months, and it's all starting to come to fruition, Wally, and we did the embryo transfer on Friday at the clinic in her doctor's office, and uh, it looks like all systems are go. We'll find out uh, over the next couple weeks if indeed we are pregnant, but uh, that's absolutely what uh, what I'm grateful for right now. Brother, that is a lot to be grateful for. I'm really happy for you guys for sure. And listen, um, you are going. This show is going to air as it stands right now. It's going to post on the 18th of November. So if you happen to find out before then, let me know. I would love to share that with men of abundance. I'm sure they'll love to hear that. And congratulations. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. That's great. My pleasure. Absolutely. So um, you know, before we got started here, I talked a little bit about you. Gave a little bit of your bio. Uh, a little bit of what I know of you and what you shared with me, but it was very brief. So I would like to hear directly from you and let's get a little bit personal. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Thanks. Um, so was in the sales and leadership uh, space for a bit, a part of my, uh, my career. And then uh, about three years ago now, I decided to make the leap. And that leap was to start my own coaching business, speaking, and then also I'm a podcast host as well and um, man I'll tell you what it's like it's like anything else like they say you know once you are pretty clear about what you want the universe will bend over backwards to uh, fulfill that passion and that purpose and for a long long time maybe some of your listeners um, are in the same place that I was or maybe they're in the same place that I am now but for a long time was trying to find the passion that purpose word uh, what what the calling was to me and I did a had a pretty good career in the sales space, um, bounced around different companies and, and uh, verticals, but just always knew that there's something, I call it something bigger out there for me. And about three years ago, like I said, I made that leap. And, um, you know, like any entrepreneurial journey, there's there are moments that you have and some of the moments you feel like giving up. But uh, at the end of the day, you, I always say that um, you ask yourself one important question when you had that rough time, which is, what if I were to go back to doing what I just said I didn't like doing in the first place? Where would that leave me? And uh, when, whenever I have my down moments, I ask that question. I snap right back into reality saying, man, okay, today maybe was a challenging day, but you know what? It's so much better than what I was doing before, and I get a chance to impact and empower more people than I ever had in the past. You know what I get from that is that very last thing that you said about going back to where you were before, which is what you didn't care for, and snapping yourself back into your reality, which is today, of how you've gotten out of that, where most people, and I find most men, they say, "Where? well, I'm here, this is where I'm at, it is what it is, this is my reality. And you just basically changed your paradigm and therefore changed your reality, and now you don't want to go back to what doesn't seem to be reality anymore. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting because a lot of times we, as human beings, we have short memories, which is good and bad for a lot of different things. And it's bad in that the memory can be, you forget how much you maybe didn't like it over there in that greener or other pasture, I call it. Um, But you have to remember, you have to remember, in my case, why I left the corporate space is to pursue this itch that I always had. And, um, for me to go back to what I was doing, I would just be back to where I was. So 
you know, and, and I had the, uh, the opportunity like you to interview a lot of successful entrepreneurs and business people on my, my podcast and every single one of them, 93 plus interviews later, every one of them has failed. Every one of them has failed multiple times. And so even when I get down, I always kind of resort back to the people that have come on my show to say, man, if they're worth multiple six figures or multiple seven figures or eight figures in their business and yet they failed, well, that means I'm on the right path because they just shared multiple times that they failed. So I'm on the right path. Exactly. Exactly correct. And the other thing about that is I was just listening to some other stuff this morning and there was a really, really cool analogy. And I'll see if I can get it right. And that is that you look at that failure as like you look at like an acorn and you put the acorn in the dirt. Well, dirt is what? It's decayed plant life. It's decayed animals. And basically it's death, right? And instead of the acorn trying to be above the dirt and not down in the in the death, not down in the dirt, it tries to dig deep into the dirt. And then it grows up to be this big oak tree. But it can't go anywhere unless it's down in the dirt. So we need that. We need that failure. That failure is, in fact, growth. That failure is our nutrition. That failure is uh, changing our mindset. It's making us stronger. It's helping us dig deeper roots so that we can grow up to be what it is that we want to be. Yeah, that's great. I like that. That's pretty amazing. So it's really cool that we're talking right now, too, because, you know, I knew when I started this podcast, I had been coaching – do as in health and fitness for quite some time about four about five years and i kind of been leaving that to the wayside i'm still coaching a few people in fact i just had a guy find one of my old youtube videos um about how i took two full minutes off of my two mile run in three weeks and what Mm -hmm. i was doing and what i was eating and stuff like that well he contacts me about four days ago and then i just talked with him this morning and he said just in three days he's already taken off almost a full minute off of his off of his run he's in the air force and he's got to uh uh, wants to do much better on his one and a half mile run and i was thinking you know the stuff that he's doing physically and what he's eating it's really really good but i don't know that it's good enough to have that big of an improvement in three or four days basically three days So I was thinking to myself, you know, it's amazing because of all the stuff I've been listening to recently, what the change was, was his mindset. Because in our initial conversation, he was really kind of saying, you know, I've never got, I've never been able to run at that pace. I've never been able to do that. I've never been to this. And I'm like, dude, you can do it. You've already been, you know, working out. You've already been eating right. I'm going to take it to the next level with your exercise and your nutrition, but it's in your ultimately I realized this morning it's in his mindset he was he had a self-limiting belief and he opened up and he just allowed his mind to open up and then his body followed so I'm saying that because um I knew I started this podcast because I eventually wanted to get into coaching and coaching in living a life of abundance which is what my book is coming out uh, living your life of abundance and now here I am talking to you who has gotten into coaching and everything that's around me over the last couple of days since I made this decision to finally start coaching a couple of people and I'm just going to do some basically one-on-one stuff. All of this information about coaching is like right in front of me even more than it has been in the past. So I'm just excited to have this conversation with you. <laughs> it's amazing how when you start focusing on certain things, 
you know, the universe, God, or whoever you believe in puts the right puts the right people or opportunities or situations in front of you. And I, I, and I just want to piggyback off what you just said because I think it's important for your listeners. And you talked about mindset. And to your point, I do coach a lot of business owners and um, getting them to the next level of success. And it's so interesting to me because the more I get into this, the more I love it. And mindset is a big factor. But even more than mindset or as equal as important to mindset, what I've realized, especially recently over the last probably 30 to 60 days, Wally, is this. A lot of people simply need permission. They need permission to think bigger or think differently. We as human beings, we get kind of that baby elephant syndrome where we're shackled by a rope. And then, you know, I'm sure your audience knows the whole story with the baby elephant. That's how they train a baby elephant, right? So they put a rope around its leg and they tie it to a post. When the baby elephant, they try a few times to kick open or kick, kick down the rope or kick off the rope. They can't do it. They can't do it over a period of time. They just gives up. And then the, the, the baby elephant grows to be this really big elephant. And we all know that a big elephant could obviously not only take down the rope, but the tenth and everything else. But because it's so ingrained in its mindset to stay still from birth and from youth, it doesn't move at all. And I think it happens a lot of times with us, which is simply we get to a certain way in life and business and relationships and our health, et cetera, and we know what we know. But then you have someone like yourself or someone like me from a business coaching perspective to say, have you thought about looking at it like this? And it's almost like all they need is someone just to kind of give them a little nudge, a little way to think a little bit differently and give them permission, and they're off and running. Yeah, absolutely. So would that be like a paradigm shift? I think it would be a paradigm shift. I think it would just be, again, having someone shine a spotlight on whatever situation they're in to say it's okay if you go over there right you're not gonna you're not gonna stumble you're not gonna fall it's okay for you to think a little bit differently because it, you know in my profession you know a lot of the high powered high powered business owners that I work with well they don't really have anybody to go to they can't necessarily ask questions to their subordinates they try to ask questions maybe to their husband or wife at home but even that that's biased so then I come along and I just, you know, I just shine a light on it and say, you know, go ahead. That you're you're allowed to think this way, and all of a sudden, just that permission-based situation allows them to start thinking differently about themselves and about their business. So it's almost like you're just, it's almost like you're sometimes just creaking open the gate and saying, okay, you can go, you can go ahead and uh, and, and spread your wings to do some great things. And that's what I love about what I do. And, and there's a lot more strategy behind that. But sometimes, to your point, it is just a paradigm shift. It is just a go ahead. You're allowed to think differently. Maybe you've thought for the last 20, 30, or 40 years one way. But I'm here to tell you there's a lot more out there to be doing. So, Yeah, absolutely. And men of abundance, once you do that, you truly set yourself free without a doubt. So, Scott, you know, we were talking a little bit about those failures and those adversities in life, and I call them that kick-in-the-gut moment. And I say, when I say that kick-in-the-gut moment, I mean literally think of that time where it felt like a kick in the gut, if not a kick a little bit lower. Uh, you know, so I would love to hear that story about one of your greatest kick-in-the-gut moments, and it can either be entrepreneurial or personal. <clears throat> I think it was when I was living in Los Angeles, and was trying some different things, experimenting with different jobs, and 
all these, just trying to figure out again what that passion was and would spend a lot of hours after work um, at Barnes and Nobles when it was Barnes and Noble back in the day or Borders and would spend hours, hours and hours and hours around personal development books and psychology and listening and reading to all the super successful individuals and what they've been able to do and was hoping and saying, frankly, that, you know, a big red neon sign would be pointing to certain words or paragraphs in the book to say, this is what you were meant to do. And obviously, <laughs> I never got that, uh, the red neon sign. And as I was just continuing to kind of plod through life, I remember one day, um, it was, it was not, it wasn't even a one day. It was a, a kind of a slow build and that slow build took me to a place of someone that's very active, someone that's very engaging and outgoing and friendly, et cetera, to someone that was very quiet and very introverted and didn't really want to talk to a lot of people. And I realized I would come home from work rather than going to the gym and working out or running. I just wanted to watch TV, you know, literally from six o'clock to 10 o'clock and every day. And I realized that, uh, and then I started to get some some panic attacks would happen and some anxiety attacks. And I realized that I think I was in a depressive state. You know, someone that had an amazing background and an amazing upbringing and an amazing family and all those things. And here I was finally realizing that this could be a depressive type state. And it was one of those nights where, you know, I had this, big panic attack and felt like it was the, the one, the heart attack. If anybody's ever had a panic attack, realizes um, you wouldn't want to wish this on your worst enemy. I mean, if it literally feels like it's the worst heart attack ever and you're going to die. And I've had multiple of those. So I finally realized, you know, this job that I have is literally just almost killing me because I have so much pressure and stress put on my mind about doing the right thing and what do I belong doing and where do I, be, where do I belong playing and all these things. And that was my aha moment to say, you know, if I don't change the way I start thinking about my, my life and my business, um, this isn't going to get any, any better. So I made that shift and got a new job and it was more fulfilling, et cetera, et cetera. But that was, that was the aha moment that I that I really started to start to make this shift to say, if I keep going down the route I'm going, um, it was uh, it was starting to get ugly. And I don't mean like drugs or alcohol or nothing like that. Just trying so hard to find what I was meant to do, when really I kept getting that itch of maybe there's something in the line of coaching, speaking impacting something I just know I didn't know exactly what it was at the time but I kept getting this nudge and I finally made the move to say if I don't do something now who knows what's going to happen over the next six months yeah and one point I want to make I gotta we're gonna move on but one point that I really want to make here is that or I actually have a question before I make the point is the other job the next job that you moved on to was that better for you economically at all it was the same economically, but it was just more fulfilling. It was something that um, that called to what I what I, what I like to do more than my previous job. Got it. Yeah. So I mean, I've talked to guys who have made that transition from a job that you know basically they were you know two hundred thousand making good six figure income, 
and then went to another job just because they same same exact scenario basically the job was literally killing them and while they were probably making a little bit less income and they were they just their life was just so much more fulfilling really what were you doing before and then how did that translate into doing what you're doing now in coaching i was working for a company uh here in chicago and i had a really nice base salary and you know good bonuses etc and i just i started to build a bridge slowly to coaching uh, a little bit on the side a little bit part-time and then i just decided to just jump you know um <laughs> right right or wrong but I had a really good support system, you know, and I, I don't want to paint the picture that if someone right now is listening and they're in a job that they don't really like, but they want to go do something else in terms of create their own income, whether it's, uh, you know, a multi-level business or a traditional business or whatever, that don't just jump without a parachute. That's the foolish thing to do. Um, build a bridge build up some income, have a sort of a nest egg. And then if you want to go do it, do your due diligence. You know, you, you definitely want to take action, but I see a lot of people take action really quickly because they don't like what they're doing because they see all this money being made or this lifestyle, et cetera. And they jump. And then before they know it, six months go by. And if you don't have an income coming in, you're used to making X amount of dollars at your job. Um, that could turn someone very quickly from being an entrepreneur for two minutes and then back to the job and then they're really pissed off and they're really frustrated. So have that bridge, have that person maybe that could support you. I had my wife that was extremely supportive from a financial standpoint um, to allow me to do that, frankly. And so that's how I got into it. It was just a buddy approached me, he said, you know, I know that you like to empower and impact and you like to speak and you like to engage and you're enthusiastic, yada, yada, yada. He said, you know, there's this organization, you should check it out. So I did and I got certified and it just kind of went from there. And probably similar a little bit to you, Wally, is that um, a mentor of mine who was a very successful podcast for the last almost 10 years now, um, you know, he told me about this thing called a podcast. Frankly, I didn't even know what a podcast was, <laughs> as crazy as that sounds. And he's like, man, I got all these followers. It's amazing. I just scream in front of, you know, scream into my computer and I talk about, you know, business and lifestyle and motivation and, and I'm saying man that sounds great I'd love to do that and I said what's a podcast if you don't know what a podcast is I said no he goes and he explained to me about it. I learned what it was and the technicalities behind it and all the some of the technical nuances that went into it and um so that's how I kind of got started with just a podcast and getting uh getting certified and just kind of going from there yeah <laughs> I got to tell you, podcasting is definitely a way to get your message out, uh, whether you want to turn it into a business or not. I think it's better than blogging personally because people hear your voice and people hear your passion. Right. And you can do it in your boxers. You know, you can do it in your boxers or you can do it like I'm doing right now, sitting outside of a Starbucks in my Toyota pickup truck in the cab of my truck, uh, hooked up with my laptop computer and my microphone. I love it. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that, so I'm going to see if I reveal that or not. <laughs> exactly. So um, I would love to hear you know, a good news story. You've been working with quite a few people for a little while, and uh, I'd like to hear a good news story and see what you can do for people. Yeah, so uh, actually it's interesting that you just asked that because about an hour ago I just had a coaching, um, coaching client, and um, we're about three sessions in. And this is a super successful guy, and his goal is uh, he's at uh, two million in revenue, and he wants to beat it three and a half. 
uh, over the next 12 months. And it's interesting when I start talking to these high achievers, people that they've done some great things, but they really want to scale and get to the next level. And we talked a little bit about this earlier about the mindset, and it's definitely a combination of the two. And what I love what I do is it's not just marketing strategies, although I teach that. It's not just sales conversion strategies, which I teach that. It's not just setting up the right process, et cetera. But it is around, you know, it's, it's around the, the right mindset as well. And this is a gentleman who has been successful for a very long time. And this particular session was all about a belief. And it was about a belief that he has a service-based business. He's a uh, an attorney. He has a very specialized type of a practice. And his whole thing was people buy from me, me being his name, you know, the individual, not necessarily the firm. Mm -hmm. And I said, the only way that we're going to scale your business is number one, you start charging more money to your current and new clients, or number two, you scale the business. And the only way to scale the business is for you to bring on a few more mini rainmakers. You know, you're the ultimate rainmaker, mini rainmakers. And he said, yeah, but the problem is, is that people know, like, and trust me. They buy from brand me. And I said, well, we're going to have to shift that. And the only way we can shift that is for you to realize that rather than saying people buy from you, it's people buy from your firm. And whoever's going to be put in that place, they're going to be buying from your firm, not from them. So it was a really big aha moment. And I know we don't have enough time here to explain everything, but... It was a big shift for this person to realize that, wow, I've been doing this for five years and built up a really sizable, nice business, but you really think that I can bring on someone else where I can mentor or train and then have them become this another eyes, ears, you know, out in the marketplace so that we can drive more revenue, more leads, more prospects, more business. And it was this aha moment that was just awesome. And, and you know, again, we talk on my, with, with my clients a lot on strategy and a lot of marketing and lead gen, et cetera. But this was one of those really unique ones where it was a, do you really believe, Scott? And I, and I, and I touched on this earlier on your show. When someone just needs that permission, he knew in his gut what he needed to do, but he didn't realize he just needed someone to kind of shove him into the deep end of the pool and say, absolutely. And if we do this, then this, this, and this will happen. And man, at the end, it was, he, he literally sent me back an email saying, wow, I really needed that. Thanks for this amazing session. And I said, you know what, that's just, this is why I do what I do. And so that was a really great win just recently. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That is excellent. That's exactly what I was looking for because that makes, that adds to the point that uh, number one, the importance of having a coach, the importance of having a great coach. And number two, who you are and what got you to a million dollars is not going to be who you are and what gets you to two, three, four, ten million dollars. You have to grow. You have to take different strategies. And the other point I want to make to that is, like he was saying, you know, he was his brand as far as he was concerned. He was the peop the person that people trusted. But then you look at many, many examples out there, and one that comes to my mind is Robert Kiyosaki and his coaching program. But he, when you go to these seminars, you're not going to a Robert Kiyosaki seminar. You're going to a Rich Dad, Poor Dad seminar, and Robert's right. not there. <laughs> right, You know, exactly. you probably will never meet Robert, but you're going to be working with all of his rainmakers which I love that exactly. terminology, by the way. That's pretty awesome. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, you, you hit the nail on the head, and you got me thinking about something else off 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 keel here. But uh, yeah, and that was his thing. And once we got past that, it wasn't just him. It wasn't just Brand. Can't say his name on the air, but and I said, you know what, man, this was a big uh, a big differentiator. So from there, now we can start kind of putting the building blocks together to bring on the right people and write the processes, etc. Excellent. So, Scott, we're at the point in the show where we're going to pay it forward to Men of Abundance. You ready for that? Let's do it. Hey, man, listen. There are many stresses throughout our day, throughout our life, and many of those stresses we cannot control. And actually, we create more stress in our life trying to control those stresses that we can't control. But there are a few things that cause stress in our life that we can control, one of which you're doing right now, which is controlling your mindset by controlling what goes into your mind. You're controlling your thoughts right now by listening to this podcast. Another thing that you can control is the stress that we put on our body by what we consume throughout the day. Many of us are running around from meeting to meeting. We're on the go. We'll stop and grab a quick snack, probably out of the vending machine or something like that, or something that's not very healthy. Well, one thing that I do and have been doing for almost six years now is every single morning I start my day off right with a superfood dense nutrition shake and i can hear all the groans and moans out there i'm telling you i did the same thing when i started drinking this stuff i fully intended on getting my money back because there's a 30-day money back guarantee and i fully intended on getting every cent back so on the 28th day i had my blood work done again and my cholesterol my blood work everything was absolutely perfect as opposed to what it was 28 days prior This stuff has helped my family in so many ways. Everything from my esophageal reflux to my joint pain. Look, it's just dense nutrition that my body was not already getting, even though I was not eating terribly. I thought I was eating pretty good, but this stuff has some amazing stuff in it. And I'm not going to get into all the ingredients, but just to give you an idea. Shakeology has protein, amino acids, antioxidants such as camu camu, goji berry, which is extremely important because they help the body fight against degenerative aging and heart disease, high blood pressure. Shakeology also has phytonutrients, which greatly boosts your immune system. Shakeology also contains adaptogens such as ashwagandha and rashi mushroom, which is Ganoderma. This is the stuff that helps your body fight against that stress that we're talking about. Look, I can go on and on, and you're going to continue to be as skeptical as I was until you give this stuff a try yourself. The fact is your body can regenerate itself as long as you treat it right and you give it the proper nutrition that it needs. Shakeology is by far the healthiest meal of my day as well as that of my family because everybody in my family drinks Shakeology. And we have been for over six years like I already said. So if you want more information or you're just ready to order, go to menofabundance.com. Select resources at the top of the page. Then scroll down to health and fitness hacks and you'll see the Shakeology video right there and you can order right there from that page. Once you order from that link, I will be assigned as your personal coach and you can contact me with any questions about health and fitness that you have. And if I can answer them, I will. Now let's get back to the show. Outstanding. So give men of abundance one to three actionable steps that they can take today. And this can be anything in terms of abundance. It doesn't have to be business, right? Absolutely. So number one, I would say in terms of uh, actionable steps, this is going to sound so basic. It really is. But when I do this on my daily basis, it just makes it just makes the day go by faster. It makes the day feel better. And it sounds maybe a little, oh, I don't know, kind of fluffy a little bit, but it's, it just works for me. And that is number one is be 
someone a service. What I mean by that is whenever you get out a call or a prospecting call or through an email, whatever it is that you're trying to do in terms of, and, I, and I'm, I'm referring to business, anytime you're trying to sell a product or a service, enroll someone into something you have going on, etc., it always works for me when I come from a place of serving them first. And everybody's heard of that. Yeah, be a servant leader, be a servant leader. But what happens is something physiologically actually happens in your body. When you actually put the ego away, we all need to eat, right? We all need to make numbers. We all need to, to drive revenue, right? Et cetera, et cetera. I get that. But I'm saying shift that mindset, just tweak that mindset to come from a place of how can I actually literally help this person get over a pain, to get into pleasure, to whatever, whatever your, your product or service is. And I'm telling you, I don't know how it works. It just works because then not only do you feel that angst of having to sell someone something or get someone into something, you feel really good after the call, regardless if they bought your product or service or not. You just feel like you're in a better zone. So number one, come from a place of of servant, servant leadership. And number two, truly, truly, truly appreciate three things that you have in your life right now. And the, the reason why I say that is a lot of times as we're charging up the mountain and we're trying to you know, make more money, drive nicer cars, put our kids through nicer schools, whatever, right? We forget about the little things. And the little things are, number one, there's over 2 billion people on the planet that lives on $2 a day. Probably even more than that. Probably more, more than 2 billion people. There's so many people out there right now today that would love to be in your position. Whatever that position is, right? Whatever it is that you're doing would love to be in your life right now. Um, I have a a family member that's going through some 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 critical uh, things going on in, in their life and just got some really, 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 really bad news. And it's the ultimate wake-up call, right? The ultimate wake-up call is that life is not infinite, right? There is no do-over. So why not go out every single day and appreciate even the small things, your, you know, your wife's smile, your husband's, you know, sexy text message or whatever it is that you need to appreciate appreciate the small things because when you appreciate the small things really focus on what's great in your life not what's missing but what's great more great things continue to uh, manifest itself through relationships through business through health through spirituality all those things and when i personally focus on what's right in my life even if things aren't quote unquote great but it, if i do focus on what's right i get more of that beautiful i absolutely love that I'm glad you shared that with us. I appreciate it. Sure. What daily habits make up the biggest impact in your life? I would have to say the biggest daily habits that make an impact. When I don't meditate, my day doesn't go well. <clears throat> when I do meditate and I write out my goals and I have a cup of coffee and I'm writing out kind of how I want my day to unfold, my day works really well. When I don't because I wake up too late or I'm in a hurry or I, whatever, it's I don't know how this works. All I know is that the day just seems a little bit crazy and it never works the way it normally works. When I do take the extra 30, 35, 40 minutes of me time, a little prayer time, a little meditation time, just kind of getting quiet and then I start my day into a routine, 
that's how uh, that's how my day works really really well. Wonderful. What book would you recommend to our abundant leaders and why? Oh, so many. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so many. I would. You know, I mean, it's the old Bible. You know, the Think and Grow Rich. Uh, but man, I'll tell you that book. That book has really opened my eyes to a lot of ways of thinking differently than. I even knew was possible you know at first it was kind of like you can literally think and grow rich and it's absolutely amazing considering where the book started from right how it actually all transpired into a book and the interviews um, to where it is today and arguably one of the most successful personal development books of all time and it's it's one of those books that you could have read it 50 years ago. You can read it 50 years from now, and it's still going to be important. And uh, that's the one that kind of opened my eyes to a whole new way of thinking. It is an excellent book. It's recommended quite often. And the thing I like about the book more than anything is the stories of all of the interviews that Napoleon Hill had interviewed all of these mm-hmm. individuals. I just love. I just love reading those stories over and over again. Yep. So I got one last question for you, Scott, and that is, what does living a life of abundance mean to you? Living a life of abundance really means it's it's an it's a way of being, right? And I didn't get this for a long time. And what I mean by that is, is I always thought that when I have this, then I can behave that way. When I get this, then I'll have this feeling or emotion or whatever. And let me tell you, I'm the, you know, listen, as a business coach, as a high performance coach, I'm all about strategies and goals and hitting your numbers and all those things that I, that I coach on. But when I really got, when I really got inside of my bones that it's not what you get that creates who you are, it's who you're being first that creates what you get, that was a massive transformation for me, meaning I was just listening to something today because like you, I'm a pretty voracious reader and I like to listen to audios and keep my keep myself sharp. And I, I don't remember who I was listening to, but it was just around how you're being and how you're showing up. Business and life is like a mirror. If you're being a specific way, how you're handling yourself is how other people around you and how your clients are going to work with you. And it's so damn true. It's amazing. So Living a life of abundance means being excited about whatever it is that you're doing, having a smile on your face that when you're going out the door, saying hello to people, being grateful for what you have, not being upset what you don't have, treating people the way you want to be treated, all those other things because I mentioned this earlier and I can't stress this enough, life is not a mulligan, like there is no redos and one day we're all going to be on some sort of a deathbed the problem is we don't know when that's going to be. For some of us, it could be next week. We can get news that cancer, we're in stage four cancer and we're, we're gone in 90 days. We don't know that. And that just happened to one of my fr- uh, uh, friends, um, uh, her mother, literally that exact story. So what's the point? The point is live each day like it's your last. And I know that can sound a little bit corny, but it's so true. And when you do that, you just, it, it feels better. You, you wake up differently you go to bed differently you treat your 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 wife or your girlfriend or your sister or your cousin or whoever differently you just treat life differently when i always say that life is like a boomerang what you put out comes back 
it seems like we're reading the same or listening to the same exact stuff because I, I heard the uh, mirror analogy just recently as well. And <laughs> and what you started out with was talking about what abundance is to you and exactly one of the reasons why I started this podcast and why I wanted, why I'm writing this book is because I was chasing that thing exactly what you said. And men of abundance, you already know this if you've been listening for a while and that is uh, it was always, you know, when I get to this income level or when I get that job or when I get that, you know, live in this location, I'll be, you know, I'll be there, I'll be happy. And I just realized I've got everything I need. I've, I'm, I live a very abundant lifestyle. You know, I've got those relationships in my life and that are that are making me happy that I'm excited to get out of bed for. So once and then once I'm the, here's the really cool thing about that. Once I finally realized that and and made that decision even more even more came into my life i mean it just started pouring in from every which way the funny thing is it had always been there i was just blocking it because i was chasing that next shiny object i love it yeah so we are going to close this out scott and before we do i'd love for you to leave us with a parting piece of guidance in any way that we can get in touch with you and check out what you're doing Oh, man. Parting piece of guidance is uh, whatever you're doing, do it bigger. You know, think bigger, play bigger, act bigger. And it's not a it's not a cocky thing. It's a I belong here thing. Right. It's again, it goes back to what we've been talking about, which is mindset. Why not you? Why not you? Why can't you grow your business to five or 10 or 100 million? Why not you? Why can't you start a movement? Why can't you start? you know, a blog post that's read by millions of people, whatever it is that you want to do, why not you? And right now, uh, I challenge all of your listeners to look yourself in the mirror and say, am I playing big enough? Am I swinging for the fences every day? And if so, why not? And that's my challenge, is to go, is to play bigger, to go, to go faster, to do things on a grander scale, because when you think bigger, when you act bigger, when you play bigger, most important thing is this, you get a chance to impact more people, right? Nobody, nobody benefits when you play small. And I have to tell that myself, tell myself that in the mirror every day. And sometimes it's hard, but you know, that's, that's my challenge to you is to, to think bigger, to play bigger, to act bigger, to be bigger, because your world needs your gifts. And I'll just leave you with couple places where people can find me um, if uh, as, a, as a high performance coach I do work with business owners getting them to the next level if they're listening to this saying wow this guy sounds like he knows what he's doing I have a few spots available what I call a 40-minute business makeover where I actually do a little mini audit over people's business um, and it's a great way for us to meet over Skype and I do a little critique of their business and I give them some strategies on how to get to the next level I normally charge for that but I would completely waive that fee for your audience. Um, Wally, just go to 40FORTY, 40MinuteMakeover.com. That's 40FORTY, MinuteMakeover.com. And uh, I also have a video if they want. It's a free video on how to grab more leads. I know a lot of people come to me and say, Scott, how do I get more leads? How do I get more leads? I got a brand new video. Just go to IWantMoreLeads.net, um, and they can check out the free video. Well, Scott, truly, I truly appreciate that and i will have that link and both links as well as any other links and books that we mentioned throughout the conversation i will have all of that in the show notes at menofabundance.com and just search scott 
in the search bar this episode will pop right up all the links everything will be in there along with timestamps so if there's any particular point in this conversation you want to jump directly to just look for it in the uh, in the show notes and click on the timestamp it'll take you directly there Scott I truly appreciate your time man and uh, I really appreciate that offer I'm sure a couple guys are going to take you up on that for sure Wally thank you I uh, I want to I always like to give it back to individuals like yourself that are out there that are playing bigger that are trying to impact and empower more individuals so you know um, I want to give it back to you man thanks for having me on I don't um, I look at these things as opportunities not opportunities to sell anything or whatever else just an opportunity if I can change one person's viewpoint that's all it takes is one then uh, then it was absolutely well worth it so I want to give it back to you and uh, congratulate you on all the successes that you're having and uh, man, your audience is uh, is really lucky to have a guy that's pointing them in different directions and helping them play bigger in their life as well. Oh, I appreciate that. You are truly an abundant leader, without a doubt. Thank you, brothers. Good talking to you. Same here. Take care, man. Have a good day. All right, all you abundant leaders, that's all I have for you today. If you got anything out of this show, I would greatly appreciate it if you shared it with others. Share it on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. You can go to menofabundance.com, click on the Tweet This link in the show notes, or you can just copy the link and share it wherever you want to share it. Send it in an email. Tell somebody about it. Do whatever you have to do to share this information. Now, go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.